the cultural podcast episode 42 listeners ciao thanks for tuning in we've got a lot to get to this week there were a couple of huge games over the weekend napoli fell to juve and what was a very heated game with uh, many controversial refereeing decisions so we'll have to give a few takes on that uh, roma also fell to lazio in the derby della capitale um, they're looking like a bit of a dumpster fire heading into their champions league tie this week so we'll talk about that we're going to give mango a call in portugal who's going to be at the game in Porto. Uh, so he'll give his takes on that. He's got a couple of crazy stories from over the weekend as well. Uh, he was at the North London Derby, so kind of a little off topic from Calcio, but a crazy story nonetheless from a great recurring guest. We've also got some goalkeeper red cards to get to. We have some wild observations from across Serie A. So stay tuned for another great episode, listeners. Let's go. Le donne non mi fido, il corteggiamento è un rito, troppo spesso si finisce, che una donna ti tradisce, e non mi importa se son bionde, non mi importa se son more, a me basta che siano tonde e disposti a far l'amore da bambino, veramente fui cacciato dalla scuola perché la professoressa mi faceva molto gola quando facevo il militare, poi la moglie del tenente mi faceva le moine di una presa tra la gente, perciò bambina, se sono qui per te stasera, è una fortuna. Andiamo! Let's go. All right. Okay, okay. All right. I'm back. Samadamo coming at you. Back and better than ever. Not. That's uh, that's the that's the voice of Nick Gianoletti. Nick, uh, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing I'm doing well, Sam. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Uh, welcome back. You were uh, you were off last week. I was um, off. You you uh, you assigned the quotes. yeah you 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 assigned the reins to uh you, you passed the reins over to Peppel who yeah, uh, who threw took him to the wolves yeah, who who took over as a as a starter last week but you're uh, you're back you're very back capably in, you're back in the starting eleven yeah and now it's just uh, it's gonna be just the two of us this week um in this forty second episode of the Cultural Podcast because the bastards in Florida enjoying the sun fucking guy man fuck on a hey, boat hey well I mean on on a positive note uh you and I get to we can reinvigorate our relationship, you know, we can spice it up Whoa. a little bit. It's been too weak. It's been too long since we've, uh, it's been, it's been too long since I haven't In, had you alone. Insert Nick. sexy saxophone right here. You're, you're creating work in the editing. Uh, <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe the epic sax guy. Yeah, exactly. Remember that guy? Cue, cue, cue the music. What a legend. But, uh, are yeah. there any players from Moldova in Serie A? You're, you're on it. See, Bro, this is this I is a little Moldova was a country. This is, I mean, that's where that that's where that song comes from that you just heard, listeners. But um, I mean, it's, it's a little. It's, <laughs> the fact that you knew that is just um, next level. See, it's it's a little bit, it's a little bit tough because um, I mean, Peps isn't here, so he would he would be on this normally. This is like fuck. This is, this is like old school, man. When you were having to research everything yourself. Uh, we also don't have the fake news button. Full disclosure, uh, the second week in a row, so it's going to be the Wild West out here uh, for that for again uh, for the the, the 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 second episode running. So. Um, I guess I could I could just say whatever I want and and I could I could I could claim that there's never been a Moldovan player in Serie A and you're not you're not gonna I mean no one's gonna no one's gonna fact check me right so it's the Wild West that's it there's never been a Moldovan there's, there's uh, never been a Moldovan player in Serie A I'm not even gonna bother looking. I'll die on that hill that's a hill I'm willing to die okay. on okay. I, I, okay I'd be I'd be willing to take that there we go ah there is one there is yeah no way yeah when recently <laughs> fake news yeah on Cagliari. Arthur Yonita. I always thought he was Romanian. I'm sorry. Oh, he's a Moldovan and Romanian footballer, oh, but he plays for Moldova. That's a sensitive. You know, Boom. I, that was. There's two of them. There's two of them on the on the same team. Uh, no, then there's another one on Torino. 
you know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty touchy subject. I love, subject. I love <laughs> that's a pretty touchy subject. You got to be love, careful with that. Dude, the Moldovans are very, uh, I think they're they're kind of like the Catalans of Romania. No, I love how right when you were so sure of yourself, like at the very moment, I, I wasn't I sure just, myself. I was just making I a just claim, knowing that you couldn't fact check me at well, the exact moment. I underestimated your fact checking ability. Uh, listeners, welcome to the forty uh, second episode of the Cultural Podcast. Um, where uh, why, why don't why don't we get down to the football, Nick? It's been. Uh, it's been uh, it's been a pretty interesting weekend. We had a couple of really big games. The Derby della Capitale took place between Roma and Lazio, so we're gonna have to get down to uh, to the nitty gritty of that one because um, the result has 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 meant that there was a little bit of shifting around in the table. Uh, which a is, little bit, a which little is, bit, which has benefited you, uh, Nick the Milan fan, uh, quite a bit. So our performance has benefited us as well. It's not necessarily only up to you know th- this game, but. right? But if Roma won, then we wouldn't be in the boat that we're in right now, right? You were you 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 had to pull really hard for for a Roma loss, and you got that. No, we, Milan would still be in third, but but no, but but but, but, but I mean, like, look, it's it's there's significant there's there's a little bit more of a significant gap now, right? Yes. Which is which is kind of emerging yes. between you and exactly. So. Um, why don't we take a look at the table after week twenty-five? This was week twenty-five, right? That we just had mm, uh, twenty-six. Somewhere, somewhere around there doesn't matter. Nobody, no, nobody, can fake, nobody, no can one fake, cares. Nobody, no nobody can fake news. Check us. So why don't we? Uh, why don't we? Uh, yeah, a little glance at the table right now. Juve are now. Uh, oh, shockingly, they're in uh, first place. Yeah, it, it was twenty-six, by the way. You're on seventy-two points, Nick. Holy fuck, yeah. bro! And this comes after uh, a win against Napoli, right? Well, last week, Peps. No, two weeks ago, Peps was talking about the point gaps and um, how Juve have, for the longest time now, for a number of years, been winning by significant margins. But if I'm not mistaken, I think there was one year. I don't remember what year, but this is ringing a bell now because I mean, it was, it was only a couple weeks ago. I think. I think he said that there was a year when we won on 79 points we're currently on 72 mm-hmm. and we're in february we're, we're in march now first uh, first week of march yeah fucked up um but uh i mean yeah. still the only undefeated team i think in europe top in the top five, five leagues. leagues yes indeed but uh psg lost to Lyon a couple they, weeks they ago, did right? yeah but i mean listen juve and napoli are kind of uh i, I was gonna say they, they were heads and sh- they're 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 the two of them head and shoulders above the rest but i guess it's just you that are head and shoulders above napoli then napoli have a pretty big gap between you know them and the third place team, but that gap is slowly closing as they lost to Juve uh, today, two to one in a very controversial game, which we'll have to get to in a little bit. Very, but I mean, yeah. So I mean, Milan are in third now on forty eight points, and Inter, who have had a brutal past, how long now? Forever, a while. I don't it know. feels like a very long time. Over now. a month. They're a point back of Milan, and then Roma are on forty four points in fifth place, and then Lazio gain a little ground on Roma, and then. Torino, Atalanta, and Sampdoria are a little bit, you know, are kind of tight between the two of them, very close to, between the three of them, sorry, uh, all close on Lazio's heels. So, I mean, there is there is quite a bit of parity, as we've said a lot over the course of this year. There's been a lot of parity, but it's, it kind of goes up until third the place, rest and then, the there's, then there's a bit of a gap, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, listen, there's been a little bit more movement because, again, uh, Roma lost this weekend in the Derby della Capitale, a game which... which I mean, Roma fans are pissed. I mean, well, first of all, it means everything to them, right? So, for for a lot of for it's, it's for a, Lazio and Roma fans, a lot of them take this game as like, like you know, well, not, when we win for, this for, for like, Lazio, for Lazio, it's like their yeah, season. You think it's in more a lot of ways. You think it's more like, okay. So it it really is the most important thing for them, exactly. and it is for Roma too. It really is. It's 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 a very contentious derby between two teams from the same city and because of that there's a lot of hostility right goes without saying we all know about that but i feel like it's the highest profile intercity derby potentially within well within italy right in italy yeah possibly the the milan derby 
just based off like history and there's the quality this, of players there, that there, they there's had. not the same level of animosity no 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 no, no, no. I, no, no, no. i'm not not animosity i mean like global appeal and stuff like that because you're I'm, saying I'm it's talking in terms of fire animosity i agree in terms of fire animosity it's, it's actual in Europe, hate right it's so, like actual hate so i mean yeah are you are inter happy when they lose to milan in the derby no right but when, Lor- when, when roma lose to lazio in the derby it's a no, fucking it's crisis like, and yeah, it's like yeah, it's like code for the manager to be sacked right so which people were saying so i mean look we haven't even talked about the score lazio beat roma three nil so even more significant. Which, right? which, which is, I mean, look, I mean, let's be fair to Roma. They did have a few chances, and I mean, Florenzi had a great shot in the second half that that uh, Strakosha made a really good one-handed save on. Uh, there were a couple of times when they had a few scrambles in the box off a corner, and I, I think they were only down by one at that point. So before Lazio started running away with it, I mean, Roma did have a couple of chances to get you know to, to peg back. But I mean, Golden Boy Zaniolo, uh, he, not not a great game. Well, he, you know, didn't have a great game. 19, he, ended up, he ended up getting subbed off. I know, I know. I know he's 19. I know. He's, I'm just he's saying because he's been on such a big, maybe like, you know, well, is the fact that Roma the headlights to, kind of thing. Is the fact that Roma have to depend on, lot, on on Zaniolo for good results indicative of the fact that oh, it's been a pretty, it's been sure. a pretty, I mean, it's for been sure. a pretty bad season to date, sure. I think. Fuck, they're still relying on Daniele De Rossi in the middle of the park. And, I, don't and, think, you know, I don't think there's anything God wrong pra- with that, but no, he, you but can't God rely on him, him alone, right? God it's, praise him. He's, he's whatever. Like, he's still he's still the leader of men. He's still very adept, like, defensively. And, but he's how old now? He's 36. 30, now? He, he's 35. 35 25, he's 35 and a half, yeah. Yeah, he's turning 36. Like, he's not he's not in peak physical condition, you know? Capitano Futuro. <laughs> yeah. The future captain forever until, what, like, two years ago? He was finally made captain at, like, 34 years old. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 you forget, you forget. You forget that he's, yeah. You forget that he really is a really good player. I mean, he he, he just because I mean he, he's been around forever that you almost look at him and you say, okay, yeah, he's an old dog, but he has been putting in a lot of really good performances this year. But again, you don't want to be relying on him and him alone because he's <laughs> a thirty-six-year-old. He's, he's a thirty-five-year-old and a nineteen-year-old. At, at polar opposites of their two, career two are, are the, the are the cornerstones right now of the squad. Well, let's be let's be fair to them. So, this I don't I, I don't want to fall victim. To recency bias with Roma, okay? Because when it goes well, and they had a couple of good weeks, it's tough, right? Because we do this every week, right? So it's almost like the best way of getting a general opinion on a team is you kind of think back to your general mood uh, on an aggregate level over most of the podcasts you've done. So I think with Roma, there's been more of a negative tone than a good one, okay? There have been oh, a few good totally, spells and a few totally. bad ones. Um, but I think... Same as Inter. Exactly right. It's like it's like I, I don't. So I don't want to and generalize. Then, and then, and say, I don't want to just say Roma are in and a like fucking crisis the, because they lost three 0 just now. But I feel like it's just another result, uh, you know, in what's felt like a season where there have been a lot of negative results and and overarching negative ones that I think uh, are you know more 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 standout results than 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 their their positive ones. If that makes any sense, so yes, they've made it out well, of the we've, Champions League before, right? It's they've almost, had a couple of good games, but I feel like the the big losses they've had. Have well, that, that's up. what I'm saying, right? That, that's, we've mentioned it before. It's it's not necessarily because look, we they're spent on 40, a lot of time. They're on 44. No, but they're on 44, right? Lazio's on 41. Inter's at 47. They're all like in the same area of the table, but it's more not about the amount of points and the amount of losses they actually have because that's very comparable to the teams around them but it's like when they lose it's like those are ones that you remember at losing, the end losing to Lazio like, like, you know, like you're when, gonna, when you're gonna, gonna be, remember that you're like, gonna remember when they lose to Lazio like in May when we're going back and we're looking back at you know a review of the season like you will remember a lot of those big Roma losses it's the fashion that they lose that ends up making it feel like more of a crisis than maybe it is in reality well, right? I mean, you're, you're gonna remember this result 
I mean, Lazio fans are going to remember this result for years to come. Three nil is 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 not one that Roma fans are going to are going to shake. And you know, it's like we're, Roma did beat Lazio in September in the first derby. I just confirmed they beat they beat them three one, and I forgot about that. Now, is it because we have a tendency to focus on the negative and ignore the positive? You know, maybe yes, in general, right? But I think I also think it's because maybe we expect Roma to beat Lazio all the time. Is that fair? No, probably not, because I think they're they're. I mean, over the past several years, they, they've been generally... They just have... They've just, been pretty close to one another you know, in the table, if, you wanted, if you wanted to, like, wrap a ball on it, they have a lot of rememberable losses, right? Like, a memorable, re- re- like, re- a rem- I call re- myself there. I call myself there. Memorable. Uh, like, Fiorentina losing 7-1, right, in the Copa. Like, madness. Right? <laughs> like, absolutely. There's no other word. There's no other word to put that. Let's give a little... Let's give a little praise to Lazio, though, because, I mean, look, they, they, they did look... They did look very good at, and in, 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 in the final third, and... I mean, good on Immobile for getting back on the uh, on the score sheet. Um, it was a penalty, but um, it was it was pretty. I mean, it made for a pretty great <laughs> made for a pretty great optic after the game when he was uh, when he was flashing the L uh, with uh, with the with the with the the ball with the ball, the, with, the ball with the ball in his stomach for his pregnant wife. But you know, just the, the, the kind of that image of the L just holding it up for no particular reason. It could have been maybe who knows maybe. Lazio. <laughs> it could have been. I was gonna say it could have been Lazio. It could have been his wife's name, but I don't. I don't think so. Her name starts with a J, right? I'm the I'm maybe, the resident. Maybe he was trying to do a I'm J. The maybe he was trying to do a J. It must have been you that. Get, you could get confused. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're, Nick's, as, kind of, as Nick, I, like, Nick, Nick's kind of demonstrating it for me right now. It's yeah. Sort of rough radio, but yeah, I mean, I, I get, I guess, right? If you make the L with your with your with your index and your thumb, it could, you know, if you hook the, easily mistaken. If you hook the if you hook the thumb a little bit, it becomes a J. But I'm gonna go. Or if on you a, have like a lot of skin between your your index finger, I'm gonna go on thumb. a win. No, it, no. If I'm gonna break this down, I'm looking at it again right now. It, it looks like an L to me. I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna claim it's an L. I don't care that never mind that his wife's name is Jessica and it starts with a J. I'm you know again the resident wife expert. You you come to me about this sort of thing. Don't fuck with me. I I I know I'm well aware that his wife's name starts with a J. But I'm gonna assume he was saying Roma eat this L. That's what I think he was saying. Even though in Italian, yeah, it L wouldn't is, try. I was just about to say it wouldn't translate. Sconfita. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's definitely. No, he's been taking English lessons. I, that's that's my theory. That's my conjecture. I'm dying on that hill. Um, but look, Roma. I mean, speaking of, <laughs> you, did you get that? The hills of Rome, the seven hills of Rome. Oh no, I was, I was doing some research to actually see if anyone That's, commented. That, on that was that was a clever, clever humor. Of I mine. wasn't listening. But um, look, so I this is this is tough because uh, great for Lazio. You know, they went out in the Europa League last week or two weeks ago. Uh, had gone through a pretty tough run of form, and then they they managed to tie Milan in the Coppa Italia midweek nil nil. So they're still in that tie, and they, that was you know, a that was a horrible. Oh, game. I mean, it probably that was so boring. It was a snooze fest. That but was it, so boring. But if we're going to talk about it critically was, for Lazio, it was good, and they went on to win in the derby. This is, of course, after they had you know lo lo they had los spoliatoio their 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 dressing room blessed by by a priest at Lotito sanctioned last week. A lot of controversy around that too. I don't know if you saw that. Well, we I mean, we talked about it last week on the oh, pod, but okay. but but um, yeah. I mean, I, I know you were I know you were on vacation last week, but um, yeah, yeah very not, very not enjoyable vacation, vaca- vacation to vacation in Accountingville. Yeah. Um, what 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 this is my vacation? What what controversy was surrounding that? I actually oh, I just like uh, like people were saying that it was inappropriate and stuff why? like that. Why why I don't know because I don't know a, a priest should be I don't know. Okay, well, religious, whatever, you, not, you, con- you, you not know, controversy. You know, like you know, you're critical you, about you know, it. You know what? You're right. Um, very insensitive of Lotito. Uh, we, we live in an age when uh, when uh, when we should uh, when we should respect religious neutrality. Uh, very 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 bigoted of him. Um, he should be ashamed of himself. I'm actually off the Lazio bandwagon now because because I I don't want to support. I don't even want to. I don't even want to endorse a bigot like that. 
um yeah lotito not 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 good i'm i'm fully on board now you're right he shouldn't have blessed the dressing room but whatever it, it worked i mean it wasn't my take no, no, no. We Nick, Nick, Nick. It's 2019. We have to get behind. We have to get behind this sort of thing. It's, it's funny. It's religious neutrality. <laughs> religion gets. It's like using religion properly. You'll get like not like improperly burned. And then just talking about religion improperly or properly burned, whatever. Like yeah, no, 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 too fucking sensitive. You man. can't. You can't talk about it. Um, but look. Not my so religion. The, hashtag no. But look, the, the, despite it actually the, is, but despite the nice result, no one cared. Despite the result for uh, for Lazio, of course, it's it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of apocalyptic for Roma, right? Because they're they're about to go to they're about to go to Porto uh, to face on to face on Porto in the Champions League in the second leg, and then I mean they did they did squeak out a, a W a, a dub in the first game, but I mean based on the momentum at this point, you wouldn't put it past Porto to. Uh, to, to 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 top them and go through to the next round. So uh, why don't we why don't we go over to yeah, Mango right note. now? Uh, Mango's patiently waiting on the phone line. He's uh, he's gonna because of course Mango, um, longtime guest on the pod, is uh, is currently on exchange in Portugal, as you'll have heard a few weeks ago. If you listen back to us, just a little heads up: the interview was pre-recorded, so Nick uh, wasn't able to take part. So I took it on solo with Mango. Uh, so I called into him and I got his uh, his take on the upcoming game. So why don't we take it away to Mango? Let's go. So I'm currently joined by Luca Manlavidi, aka Mango. Uh, what is this? Your third or fourth appearance on the pod? I think it's your fourth uh, appearance. I believe my third. It's your third or your fourth? Anyway, you've 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 been on a couple times now. You're you're a reoccurring guest at this point, so uh, doesn't really matter, right? You're 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 a seasoned veteran now. So, um, you're ca- Mango. You're you're calling from across the pond. You're calling in uh, Lisbon, in Portugal, right now, right? You uh, just got back from a crazy long weekend in. Uh, in London, is that right? Yeah, I, uh, I literally just got home about 10-15 minutes ago from the airport, actually. Do, do you do you go to class or what? What the fuck? What is this exchange? <laughs> oh, only occasionally when it suits when it suits my schedule. When it suits your schedule, um, because yeah, Christ, bro, you you've been how many games have you been to since you've been abroad? Now you you've been to like a couple of Benfica games. You went to a Europa League game. You're going. To- yeah, it's been uh, it's been five or six for sure. The Portuguese league, Europa League. Uh, Premier League, Portuguese Super Cup, a bunch of these. The, su- yeah. the Super Cup too? Yes, but Benfica Sporting actually. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh right, right, right. And it's it's two legs, right? Yeah, it's two legs. It's right. The return legs in April. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, you lucky fucker. You picking up any Portuguese yet or no? Slowly but surely. Honestly, it's it's really different from uh, from Spanish and Italian. Like contrary to popular belief, but like I'm getting there. Yeah, I have a theory that to learn Portuguese, you just you just need to learn Spanish, and then you just butcher every word. Yeah, pretty much. Honestly, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Just uh, like give me give me a line in Portuguese right now. Um, yo soy Luca, y yo soy estudiante. Uh, e obrigado por. How would you say I'm a fucking? How would you say I'm a fucking wanker or something like that? Like 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 a football insult, like something that you hear in the stadium. Actually, uh, I was with a good friend of mine, also a friend of the podcast and uh, fellow SSE Bomber player, Joseph Tatino, and we actually went to go see friend of the uh, po- friend of the podcast. By friend of the podcast, you mean friend of ours, right? And of the podcast, he listens occasionally. Oh, he okay. Well, geez, we uh, we went to go see a league game, and the, like Benfica was already up three nothing, and then the the uh, visiting goalkeeper was still getting assaulted or like harassed on every single goal kick. You just hear uh, you hear puta a lot and. Uh, 
puta de madre and all that. The, the classic, like, Spanish, but also Portuguese. Yeah, is, yeah there we go. It's, it, it's perfectly translatable between uh, Italian, Portuguese, and Spanish. Yeah, we, yeah, even even English, you understand. Yeah, put de madre. They don't say it in French, I don't think, eh? No, they don't, unfortunately. No, probably not. That's too bad. Uh, it, could, it could sound pretty aggressive, which is, I don't know, I don't know. I guess it's kind of the point of, of hurling an insult at someone. Um, listen, Mango, we're calling you because, or I'm calling you anyway, I'm calling you alone here, um, because um, you're going to Porto Roma. I mean, there are a few things. There is a fucked story that apparently, I again, I haven't, kind of like last time when you told us about your nonna um, and that, that wild story, I hadn't heard it until you told it to me live on air. And there's another story that I want you to get to uh, that I haven't heard in full so this is from the past weekend in in, in London, right? You, I'll, I'll definitely want to get to that. But first and foremost, let's talk, bro, about uh, about Roma and Porto, because of course this is the Calcio podcast, and Roma are one of two teams currently still in the Champions League, um, representing the the Italian Peninsula, and you're going to be at that game in Porto. Yeah, yeah. How close is Porto to Rome? Uh, to Rome? Uh, How close is Porto to Lisbon? Sorry. Three to three and a half hours by bus, depending on traffic. So not too bad. You're busing so there. I'm busing there. Yeah. So you're so you're staying overnight? No, I'm uh, I'm coming right back after the game to go to class Thursday morning. You're fucked, bro. You're insane. Yeah. Do your parents listen to the podcast? <laughs> no, highly unlikely. <laughs> when 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 Tony Manlaviti finds out uh, when when Tony finds out that, uh, that where all his money's been going, he's he's gonna lose his mind, eh? Oh, guaranteed. So um, yeah. Listen. Uh, you were in yeah, Porto. Well, I, you were you were in Porto last weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just give give me give me a little bit of a preview on the game. What do you expect? What what are things What are things looking like on kind of on the Portuguese side? Because on the Italian okay, side, so Nick and I were just talking about how. Just if I'll, let, I'll finish real quick. I'm a fit. I'm yeah, a, I'm gonna sure. let you finish. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, I'm gonna let you finish. But Roma had one of the worst derbies of all time uh, this past weekend. They they lost three 0 to Lazio, and it's kind of been it's kind of been you know emblematic of a chaotic season to date. And the only real salvation they've had is the Champions League. Uh, first leg in Rome was 2-1 to Roma. So Porto have to come back here. Talk to me. The floor is yours. What's, uh, what's well, the vibe it's actually, like? It's actually funny that you say that Roma are in shambles. I think Porto are actually pretty close too. And it's it's ironic too because uh, I know Roma's coach there, Eusebio Di Francesco, might. Uh, I've heard reports that he might get sacked if they lose to Porto. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't think, I don't think there's much doubt of that. Porto, right, is always considered as like probably the number one team in Portugal. I mean, close to Benfica for sure, but they've kind of always been in the driver's seat this season. Where's the ta- uh, Where do they lie in the table? So I'll, I'll get to that. But um, Benfica changed managers actually in January because I mean they have high standards and they want to finish top of the league. Right. And this new manager has come in and really put in a new style of play here at Benfica that's put a lot of pressure on Porto. Mm-hmm. And similar to La, the Roma Lazio derby, there was also the um, Porto Benfica derby this weekend. Which Benfica ended up winning two one, which is already a, an issue considering Porto went up one nil at home, mm-hmm. and Benfica ended up with a red card late. So those are like you should not be losing those local derby games. I mean, when you go up early in front of your home crowd, and on top of that, play against a side with ten men for the last ten fifteen minutes. I mean, so Porto is probably just as uh, as much in shambles as Roma, or, or at least similar. And that that also. Uh, represents that Porto drops the second in the table now with Benfica up two points on them with about ten minutes, uh, ten games remaining. Okay, right. So I, so, mean, I mean, there's a lot of pressure, I'd say, on both teams. That's what I, that's what I was getting to. To have a run, I guess, in the Champions League at this so, point. To have a run in the Champions League because they're both kind of struggling in league play. And maybe Porto not struggling, but they're not going to... They're going to have a tough time coming back from these two points now 
for the rest of the, for the rest of the league because I mean Benfica pretty much wins almost all their league games. So, um, what's the mood like in Porto uh, with regards to the manager? Because in you you mentioned it um, in in Rome in Italy, um, there's been a lot of bad faith toward Eusebio Di Francesco and a lot of the results he's had this year, and it feels like a lot of their bad results have kind of stood out more than their positive ones. And there's a little bit of controversy because now Monchi, the director. Um, it's not even clear if he's going to be there at the end of the year. He may fuck off to Arsenal, apparently. So there may not be a whole lot of incentive for him to, you know, potentially fire a manager and try to get someone in. At this point, he may just, you know, roll with the guy he has in the event that... I, I, it's almost like they, they may go down together, the two of them, right? So even though there's been a lot of pressure, it doesn't it's not 100% clear as to whether or not Di Francesco is going to leave. So kind of a complex situation for Roma. For, for Porto, what's it been like with their manager? I think it's like kind of this, like, not similar to Roma, but like I, what I was saying before, it's almost like... They've been looking over their shoulder all season, you know, in terms of the league at Benfica, at Sporting, at Braga, to make sure that they finish top of the table and win the league. And that shouldn't really be what top teams do. I mean, top teams should go out there, play free football, and um, and you know, like look ahead and try to win every game comfortably, not be nervous and uh, be worried about the people behind them, but just look forward. So I think in Porto, it's mostly that kind of attitude where. They're looking at Benfica all season, and then now Benfica have finally caught up to them and overtaken them. And then you now you have the Champions League as well, where they're down 2-1, which is very salvageable. But at the same time, I mean, they're looking over their shoulder again, making sure you can't concede an early goal this game, you know? So I think it's mostly just a nervy atmosphere. Christ, man, you you become you become a fucking expert on this uh, on this. Yeah, well, on the just some locals, to some local fans, and uh, you pick up a, a couple of Benfica games. You get to know a few things. Did you pick up a newspaper or uh, or what? Are you are you where are you where you plagiarizing where you plagiarizing from? No, not, not plagiarizing. Just uh, slightly inspired, I would say. There's a there's a couple of big ones. There's like um, they advertise them a lot. Like I get the articles a lot on Facebook because of like targeted advertising and even. Uh, I was in Portal last week with, uh, like I mentioned before, Joe. Joseph Tatino. Yeah. Um, you don't have to call him by so his full name. Yeah, you don't have to call him by his full name. But okay, I mean, if you if you you, you, could, you, you may as well you may as well just throw his Insta handle on if you want to want to give so the guy a shout out. There's a couple out. big ones. There's uh, Mice Football is one of them, and uh, even um, there's Obola. There's a, there's a bunch of random ones. I've actually heard uh, of Obola. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. And then, uh, so they all say like they're. It's almost the same attitude when I read the newspapers, or like as best as I could in Portuguese, was that there's a lot of pressure now because that when I read them, it was looking forward to the derby match and then the Champions League. So within those two games, you have two massive games where one will maybe decide the league title, which already took place, and then one decides if they move on to the Champions League or not. Yeah, so it's kind of like I mean, they already screwed up the the uh, the derby match on Sunday, so then they kind of have to do well uh, in the Champions League. Yeah, so a lot of pressure on uh, what's his name, Sergio uh, Con- Conceição, I think is his name. What's his yeah. name? Yeah, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce it. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think I, I think I did a good job. I just imagine how it would be pronounced in Spanish, and I just uh, I just fucked it up a little bit, and I think I, I did I think I did all right there. So we'll see how he can manage, I guess, against uh, against a Roma side that are also under a lot of pressure. But I mean, one thing we've seen in the Champions League is, uh, and I think we'll see it in this game as well because it's pretty close at this point, right? A two one two one margin is overturnable, I think, for Porto. Uh, but I think in the Champions League, you always see, you, you often see that anything's possible, right? So it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see what this uh, what this will how this will play out because it obviously means a lot for both clubs and it's gonna be a it's gonna be very important for them to, to both kind of overthrow their seasons. On, right? so. uh, on that note, I mean, I know the Italian ultras are considered wild, um, and they've definitely crazy. But I mean, with my experience with these Portuguese games, I really don't know if there's any crazier ultras than these ones. I mean, maybe in Turkey or some other. Uh, 
I've pretty seen. pretty wild locations, but I mean these these Benfica sporting Porto fans. I mean they're on another level, honestly. So if there's a place that you can turn around a two one uh, first leg defeat, I mean there's probably probably in Portugal to be honest. Right, and um, listen. So you've been to a few Benfica games, and you uh, you were raving to me a couple of weeks ago about Joao Felix, who I'd heard about, but I I hadn't really known that much. I never I didn't know that much about him really until you. Until you mentioned him, and I decided to actually actively look him up a little bit further. I heard his name because I'm just a general football fan, but I knew he was a young kid who was coming through at Benfica. But I didn't, I never really seen him play, and I, I made an effort to actually look him up a little bit. And holy fuck, does this kid look 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 like the real deal? And it's funny because you told me that you wanted to bring him up, and then this week there were rumors that he may be going to Juve. Um, a lot of other big clubs in Europe apparently want him. Apparently, Benfica are wanting to. They're they're hoping to secure a they're hoping to secure a transfer for like 100 million euro. Which is, which is wild. Uh, why don't you maybe go into a little bit about what all the hype is? I mean, you've seen him play how many times now in person, right? Like three, four times. Yeah, probably three, four. I mean, this guy is really incredible for, especially for his age. I think he's nineteen or twenty, or it's like kind of like he's already past his breakout season. I think this is his like sophomore season in the first team. And I mean, I, I really like I've seen this guy play a couple of times, and it's crazy. He's he's almost like that number ten role. He starts off as a winger usually. But he kind of rolls into that number ten where he's just all over the field, and it's the little like the little things like his passing, his touches, his ability to take defenders one on one. I mean, like this guy's got all the confidence in the world for a nineteen year old. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I I I guess it'll be interesting to see how 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 he can how he'd be able to do if he were to actually you know jump ship to a bigger club, but. It's always tough, right? He's, a, he's like, yeah, he's local Portuguese, and you see like a lot of it in these games. He's not a finesse player because like, he he rides off that crowd energy. Like um, often in games, you'll see him rise up for headers and win headers against like central defenders, or even a uh, couple times like back check against opposing wingers to win great, the ball back. And I think a lot of that is fueled by the fact that he's playing in front of these local fans, where he was probably once growing up going to these games. I mean, so moving across the country or like across Europe to, to Juve and playing in front of uh, all of those people with their own expectations would probably be tough. But I mean, I think a couple a couple more seasons, let's say in the Portuguese league, and each jump ship would be more than fine. We'll have to keep you on scouting report and see uh, see how he develops over the next uh, over the next couple of months. Then maybe at the end of uh, at the end of your tenure in Portugal, we can get like your final take as the transfer window is uh, just approaching. Yeah, for sure. Listen, um, last thing I kind of wanted to get to uh, was. This story from the weekend, you, you teased me a little. You teased it a little bit. You told me that, bro. You just said, bro, there's a fuck story I have to get to. Um, you went to the North London Derby at uh, at Wembley yesterday, right? Correct. Oh my god. So, so that that in and of itself is a wild story. But I think there's a little bit more to get to that, that you wanted to that you wanted to kind of uh, just uh, just reveal. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the floor. I wanna I, I wanna hear from start to finish exactly what happened. Um, Go, go for it. Um, so, like I was mentioning, I went with uh, Joe Boss. Are you with Joe right now? Uh, Are you with Joe right now? I am with Joe right now. He's, He's still the there. He's still he in Portugal. This guy's, this guy's moving in at this point. Joe, why don't you come make your podcast debut? Come here. Just just say hi. Joe, come come say hi to the pod. I heard you whispering. I was like, what the hell? Do you have a girl back there or something? I was like, what, what's going on? Ah, buddy. Come on. Come on. Okay, I'm in. Okay. He's here. Can you hear him? Joe, what's up, bro? What's up, Sam? How are you? Okay, there we go. Joe just made his podcast debut. Mango, why don't you tell us? Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit more about what happened over the weekend? Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe, for that uh, that that in depth analysis. 
so I, I'm with Joe and also another uh, podcast listener and SSE Bomber member, Marco. Shout out, Marco. Uh, yeah, Marco so Tomasiello. Get at him on, bought, on Insta. Uh, it's on StubHub. Obviously, now in retrospect, definitely not the best move. So uh, you bought your tickets on StubHub. You, you bought yeah, your tickets on StubHub. After what happened this weekend, you bought your tickets on StubHub. We bought the tickets on StubHub. Okay, so sorry, to, just to be clear. Yeah, so so we train in right. Uh, London's massive, first of all. So we two we train. It takes us now almost an hour to get to the stadium, but the vibe is is bumping. People are moving around outside. You know, we're relaxing. We get there early. We get there probably like two hours before kickoff. So probably an hour before kickoff, we're like, okay, it's time to go to the stadium. We'll We'll watch the warm-ups. We'll have a good time. We right, exactly. Uh, Joe Boss, being the lucky guy that he is, I mean, probably because he's good-looking too, flies right by the ticket stall, like gets right in no problem. Me and Marco, our tickets are unfortunately not scanning. I'm like, all right, well, this makes sense. I mean, like, we printed them this morning off a pretty tin pot printer. You know, thank like God. Thank God, bro. That doesn't work. I actually, thank God you speak English and that you were in English. Can you imagine if you had that issue in Portugal? With right, a language barrier? Because we, we were considering going to El Clasico too, so we were thinking, we literally discussed that. But, 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 uh, but yeah, can so you imagine with a language barrier? Like, thank God you I didn't know, have... that's why. It would have been crazy. So, yeah. Dogs so barking in the background. You, 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 you should know my dog. So we, we talked to a steward who says, oh, yeah, go to, like, this location, and they'll, they'll sort it out. So we're like, we look at Joe, we're like, look, Joe, go to the seats, we'll... We'll text you. We'll meet you there. We'll figure it out. Always great so, when it's always great when they have a designated response to a problem. It's like this is something that happens often here. Yeah, go to. Oh, the, that's go the, that was the worst part. That it was like I was hoping this guy was like, oh, it's it's fine. I'll, I'll just open the gate for you. The fact that this guy gave me a generic answer, I knew something bad was happening. So yeah, what happens next? So we get to we get to we get redirected two or three more times. We go to like the ticket office. Ticket office. Let me tell you, massive lines. We wait the lines. We get to the front. Lady, just just complete devastation when she says, "Yeah, there's no way these tickets are real. They're completely frauded." Um, the, the the guy photoshopped the price. He photoshopped the fact that it said adults, but it was actually a senior citizen ticket, and all these things. Oh my god! Which I mean, Marco and I are looking at each other like, "Okay, well, we flew into London for this specific game, so now we're looking at like, okay, we're gonna go to a bar while our friends somehow managed to get in once again, probably because of his looks." Um, yeah, he's a he's, we're, he's, we're, he's a handsome bugger. Nasty. He's a handsome bugger. He's, oh, he's, he's, he's a man rocking in the terms of husband <laughs> chicklets. There but, we go. Uh, There's the so chicklets bump. That, is, like that has become customary of this uh, of this of this podcast. But yeah, go oh, on, yeah, go, yeah, on, go on, go on, yeah. So we're completely devastated, as I say, and we're walking around, and we ask another steward because that steward told us it's completely sold out. Which I mean, it was sold out, but there was there were a few empty seats. I think the the capacity. The, the attendance, I think, was eighty thousand, and Wembley sits eighty-eight. So okay, yeah. Um, but we we asked the steward either way. I'm like, there's no way we can get tickets. He's like, no, it's completely sold out on our part. And we literally physically bump into this guy as we're asking him a question to the steward. This guy then goes like, kind of like follows us a bit. Once we leave past the steward, who says no, and he says like, I hear you guys are looking for tickets, and I'm like. Marco, we just got frauded by stuff up. We're not spending tickets with scalper and then not getting it again. Like, like this is terrible. But we'll just go to a. It's like your classic sly cocky. He's like, oh, hey, mate. Oh, you, oh, you ain't got no tickets. Literally. Yeah. Then after negotiating and not not even negotiating, but almost him convincing us, he says he's got media tickets because his sister works for the club or works for a firm that's very closely related to the club and gets free media tickets. But he was supposed to come with two friends who could no longer come. So again, this kind of seems too good to be true. Like media tickets, or whatever. He shows us the tickets, and they're like their their tickets. They're all attached. He says, "Look, we're gonna go in together. You can pay me when we're inside. All this." I'm like, "Marco, this is too good to be true." But at the same time, like 
we're so desperate. We have to do this. Had you negotiated a price already, or, or yeah, what? Yeah, we negotiated. Okay, price. okay, okay. Um, so we get inside. Everything's okay. We pay him once we're inside because like we're like this doesn't make sense. And every I'm not even kidding. Every two or three minutes, I look at Marco. I'm like, I can't wait for a steward to come up to us and kick us out and for us to waste our money because there's no way this is real right now. You pay him in pounds? Yeah, pounds. We had to we had to use an ATM. Yikes. We uh. We go through a couple barriers. We go through a hallway, this and that. I'm like, these aren't normal seats. These are media seats. We get to our seats. To have, there's a nice little like TV in front of us, a mini TV on top of the fact that you see the entire pitch because you're in the middle of the pitch. Nice. Halfway up. Um, and we're sitting there. We're with a bunch of old people. You know, not really the ultras, like pretty, pretty reserved people. I'm like, this is, once again, this is really strange. The game starts, this and that, this and that. Literally, you know, there's... Uh, at the game ends, well, the game itself was uh, was pretty crazy. I don't know if people listening yeah, saw it. Yeah, one, one, one tie, a uh, couple of penalties. A red card, yeah. yeah like a, just probably a classic North London derby, actually. Yeah, great game. Um, we're talking to this guy the entire time. He's very nice, very, like, honestly, like, very understanding. But at the same time, this, this, this doesn't make sense to us. But we're just grasping it all. At halftime, we go into, like, the lounge area because it's a media tickets where they offer, like, free coffee, free, uh, free dessert, everything. Obviously, being the savages that we are, we just cracked up a couple a couple fantas because we don't have that in north america <laughs> um once again we're, we're like it, it was kind of weird we just kept on bumping into people probably because we were so lost in the stars from the entire day but we're walking in the media lounge and we bump into this guy this massive six four guy i'm like this i'm like okay like whatever you don't think much of it obviously this guy turns around and it happens to be eric dyer so obviously we're starstruck what we're, the I mean, hell like, yeah we, we bump into him like oh i'm so like whatever like he meets us very nice guy and everything you spoke he just to him? sits down, has a coffee. Yeah, we spoke to him, but he sits down. He's having a coffee with all the lads, with like with the fans, like it's nothing. And we're like, this doesn't make sense right now. Where the fuck but, were uh, you? Where yeah, were you? Moving on. I mean, that, that was already crazy. As moving on, the game continues. The game ends. At the end of the game, we're sitting in front of like two or three like absolutely gorgeous women, and they're wearing like only the highest brands. I mean, Moschino, Gucci, Prada, all of them. So we're like, you just call Mos- Did you just actually call Moschino Moschino? Moschino, Moschino, buddy. I don't know if I'll be able to edit that one out. That's potato, a rough look, but okay. okay. Maybe is that, is that what they call is that what they call it in Portugal? Moschino. I'm not even gonna use that as an excuse, honestly. Okay, so so where the where the fuck were you? So we were we're sitting with all these like gorgeous women. I'm like, this this gotta be like how this is not only media. Like this is definitely a mix of people. One of the one of the ladies turns around, and asks us at the end of the game, oh, can you take a picture of us three with the stadium behind? I'm like, whatever. Didn't think much of it. Took a picture of them. I go to Marco, I'm like, that's got to be someone's wife wife or girlfriend. I mean, like, there's no way that these girls are dressed this nice, they're this good looking, and they're just regular fans. So Marco does a little bit of digging. We find that the girl that asked us to take the picture was actually Eric Lamella's wife. That's and insane. And she was there with his, like, baby boy as well. Full, full circle, former Roma player. So at this point, we're, we're buzzing. We're like, we met Eric Dyer, we took a picture Eric Lamella's wife and her friends. Who, who played for Roma, so we're going, we've are going. we gone full circle here. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Honestly, we've gone completely full circle. That's unreal. Holy fuck. So we you were in the, you were in the Wags after Lounge. After the game, we go back into the lounge. We're, we're sitting there. We're like kind of absorbing the fact that we went from going to a local bar after being frauded to having media tickets and meeting a, a World Cup player. We're sitting there, and nothing, nothing big deal. Next thing you know, Christian Eriksen walks in, Balenciaga bag like it's nothing. <laughs> Goes to sit down, starts talking with a couple of buddies. After him, Lamella walks in, Vertonghen walks in, Juan Foyth walks in. Just they keep coming through all the players. Little did we realize that was actually the players' lounge. 
and the media, the wives and the girlfriends are all allowed access into the player's lounge. That's fucked. And so, and so you had the benefit of being there after, uh, I guess, a decently positive result, like a tie. You know, everyone's kind of in a good mood. Oh, of you know? course. Oh, can you imagine if you'd been there after like like a loss, right? It would have been like shit, but no, that's, that's amazing. Holy fuck. I, I mean, they, they, they missed, Obama Yang missed that 90th minute penalty. So on t- like that was kind of like, Everyone's just like in a the great fact mood. that karma, karma, not even karma, but faith and everything was working in our hands like that day. I mean, the fact that we got into the game after everything that happened, um, the fact that we met all these people, and then on top of that, we got the positive results so that the players were more than happy to meet us and take pictures with us. And I mean, it was it was really insane. That's terrific. Holy shit, man! Wait, so so when you get back, man, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to give like a clinic on on how to get into. On how to get into how to get how to sneak into a stadium because I mean that's that's honestly the most impressive part of the entire day was not only uh, like not really us bumping into this guy one in a million odds that he has extra tickets it's the fact that you, our you absolutely become... man rock of a friend Joseph Tatino got into the game with a fraudulent ticket <laughs> that's, the, that's the most impressive part of the weekend honestly and, and he's still gonna and he's still gonna get it reimbursed probably right so he's gonna, I, I, he's I, gonna I, have I, made money on the deal free once he's, we get the money back. he's gonna have made money that's that's unreal. No, but that that's that's crazy, man. Like, cause you were telling me stories about how you got like these crazy tickets for Benfica as well, and how you wound up sitting next to like a fucking like a like a Brazilian pro, like what's the yeah, word, like, like a agent. like a procurator or something. Like, I don't know, man. You got you got it. You got to put on like a clinic. You got to come back to North America, and I think you got to like put on a clinic uh, on on how to get into like stadiums and, and meet just wild 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 characters and shit. I don't know. Honestly, I might, I might have to with like everything that's happening. And Biz- knows business what's, what's idea. In store for uh, for Wednesday night's game as well. So that's I mean, insane, all bets man. are off. Hey, look. Um, well, good luck getting into the uh, good luck getting into the players' wives' lounge in uh, in Porto. Um, that could be that could be like a little adventure, maybe in and of itself. I don't know if you wanna. I don't know if you're up to that, but that that could be that that, that that's an idea. I'm just putting it out there. It would be great content. It, uh, it would be great content. I mean, if SSC Bombers willing to uh, reimburse my legal fees once I get arrested in Portugal. Oh, bro, the, 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 club, the, club's, the club's finances are rock solid, so we, we could definitely arrange that. No problem. No problem. Honestly, it's not too bad. Hey, uh, Mango, listen, thanks so much for joining us, bro. That was fucking insane. I can't believe that story. That's absolutely nuts. Nick's going to buzz when he hears that. Um, Christ, so listen, I'm happy you're having a really good time, man, and... Uh, Thanks for uh, thanks for the great inside information on uh, Porto Roma. We'll see uh, we'll see what uh, we'll see what uh, what result is on the cards in a few days. And uh, till then, man, we'll uh, we'll have to chat with you soon, man. Thanks again. Yeah, no worries. I, I love coming on the pod. I mean, you guys are you guys are doing great. Always entertaining. Always insightful. And uh, I mean, well, we're talking about it separately. But um, if I'm taking over the the podcast Instagram or something, I'll get uh, the listeners like. Can, a view of the vibe and we don't have an instagram but you could maybe take over the twitter that, so. you know you could take oh, over the, well, the twitter, twitter maybe account. we'll have to give you the twitter password yeah okay i like yeah, that yeah okay fine. great love it so we'll get a little we'll get some live footage from the game as it's happening yeah Let's i could send you stuff too like i mean uh we'll see but uh very exciting yeah, we'll, see, we'll see what happens wednesday night i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a tough one i mean i as a as, as a local portugal resident i kind of have to root for porto <laughs> so i don't end up uh you're, ba- you're, ba- you're someone, basically but, you're basically a local now so but deep down, I mean, I'm definitely going to be rooting for Roma just as an Italian and want to see another Italian team go further. Just don't show anyone Germans. your Italian so passport. We'll see what happens. Well, don't show anyone your Italian yeah. passport. Yeah. There we go. Um, Mango, thanks again for joining us, buddy. And until uh, next time, man, be safe, man. Okay? Have fun in the game. Thanks, buddy. Eh? Ciao. 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 Thanks a lot to Mango for joining us. What a story. Great story. Wow. Oh, my God.
so fucking Legend. jealous. Mango should be our resident like storyteller, just like storytelling expert. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I guess. I mean, any any anytime anytime he calls in, he has he has something interesting to add. So uh, thanks again for uh, for the great insight. Uh, keep working on that Portuguese, buddy, and uh, stay in school. You know, uh, go to class. I know it's tempting to. to Fucking kids been jetting around all over the place to uh, the to key to speaking Portuguese is just like not rolling in it, like just getting your tongue stuck in between your teeth. Well, you what you want to do is you like want to listen. Th- you want to listen to as much Russian as you can. Th- you want because my theory is they sound so alike, like the, the musicality of both languages is very similar. And then you want to become fluent in Spanish, and then you just want to you want to just you want to just butcher every word, and then you'll be you'll be speaking Portuguese. That's how that, that's a fact. All right. So like Cristiano Ronaldo. That's in, speaking Portuguese. Yeah. So like in Espanol, it would be Cristiano Ronaldo, but in Spanish, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. You know, you just want you you just want you wanna you have to butcher your own words, and then you're speaking Portuguese. Exactly. That's it. That's speaking Portuguese. Pro tip. Um. So um, the other big game of the weekend, uh, we were talk we talked at length about uh, about Roma and uh, and Lazio, and uh, of course we we just kind of went into uh, Roma's Champions League fixture. The other team in the Champions League, uh, from it from the peninsula is is of course Juve. Uh, who beat Napoli two to one this uh, this past weekend uh, today? In fact, we're recording this on uh, on Sunday, March fourth, uh, March third. Excuse me. So, Nick, uh, you and I were watching this game together, and yes, okay, you know, on paper, yeah, it looks like Juve won. Whatever they went to San Paolo handily, took care of them, and they're sixteen points clear now. And you're saying this, not me, right? Uh, but sure. the title is whatever makes you sleep better. This, this is this is a quote from you. Uh, Nick is saying the title sure. the title race is over. Sure. So I'm not saying that. Because if I were to say that, then he would have a right to slap. You're doing me. your best Italian media uh, impersonation, and it's fine. It's Ooh, sticking I'm, quotes I'm not, down my mouth. I'm not throwing a question mark. <laughs> but, okay, no, no, no. Wait, Nick wait. said this. Wait, wait, wait. Scudetto. This Nick is this, said this. This is a quote from Nick. Okay, Scudetto. Juve has it all but wrapped up. Gentle Eddie. That's yeah. that. That's Nick. Who exactly. Because um, right, if I say that, then you have a right to slap me live on it. So we're not going to do that. Or I'm not. I'm not saying that. But according to many people, the title race is done. Uh, because at this point they're 16 points clear, and yeah, you know, Juve have beat them twice, which at this point doesn't even fucking matter. Because even if Napoli had won those two games, they'd be six points. Back. Uh, sorry, no, how many points? How but let's quickly talk about how, how many, wait, how many points back would they be? They would actually be if Napoli won. If Napoli won both those games, so they would be four points. Here's back. Sam. Here's they would be four Sam. points. They would be four go. points back. Minus six from Juventus and plus six to Napoli. Yeah, so they would be so they would be four points back. There you go. Wow. No, that, that's oh that no, right? That's when they say it's a six point game. Quick, you get quick it. Mat, oh, quick math. That's quick. That's some quick accounting right there. Quick account math. receivable and account payable. Boom. Oh yeah. Debit credit. Oh there yeah. Right. That's how it works. That's that's all you have to know, really. Oh, that, that's that's exactly what I do when I talk about accounting. I just use those I use those buzzwords and I automatically you just make sure stuff balance and it all work out. There we go. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, listen. But when we get Napoli, to Napoli, Napoli, when losing, we get to what actually happened in the game, because the result itself is not as is not as thank you. Yeah, that, that, as that, happened, that's my right? point. Because look, it, both teams went down to ten men. Um, Napoli went down to ten men in slightly controversial fashion. There were some controversial calls both ways. Uh, VAR was early on. It was sort the twenty fifth. It was the twenty fifth minute. Yeah, quarter into the game. Uh, so what happened? So Ronaldo was on a breakaway, and he, Alex Merritt, who by the way, I just want to say. Good on him for getting into the team. Uh, at the start of the year, he was injured, and Ospina looked like he had kind of, you know, sealed down that starting role. He was more of a veteran. I'm very happy that Alex Meret, who by all accounts looks like a very good uh, up-and-coming young 
a young player, has, yeah. has gotten into the team, looks very good for the Azzurri potentially, you know, is a good backup for Donnarumma potentially. And just quickly, uh, so shout out to him. I just want to quickly call out uh, Fought Mob and their, their fake attendance numbers again. 50,000 on the dot. That's obviously fake. Like, why are you even writing that? But why do you? Hey, hey, hey. How, on how the you, dot. How, how do you know? On the how dot. Do you, Whatever. Uh, prove prove so, it. So Meret got a red in the 25th, right? So Ronaldo had essentially gone on like a, a partial break or even like a breakaway, had, uh, had knocked it past Meret. He jumped over Moret, who slid, you know, to challenge as he came out of the... But this happened outside of the box. And uh, Ronaldo jumped over him and... Uh, he jumped over him to avoid him. You know, I don't and, know that it was necessarily it was a dive. It was, no, it was, no, no, no. I'm not saying was, he dove. He, no, I know, he jumped but, over know, him to avoid him. It's, it, let's just make that clear. You know, Ronaldo didn't dive. He jumped over him, but there actually didn't okay, appear he to be didn't, any... He didn't, he didn't necessarily do anything to make it look like he didn't get fouled. Like, when he, when he, he fell, he kind of, like, whatever, looked up at the ref and whatnot. It's kind of your instinct, right? You know, Mar- you Maret, jump out of the Maret way of... didn't touch him. He, he didn't touch him. It, it appeared not to touch him. There was actually no conclusive camera angle that I saw. This was a little bit fucked up. There was no conclusive camera angle that showed that he did touch him. How or that he didn't. How, so it's kind of like... But, uh, yeah. Uh, you, calling you know. the calling the ice stands right at the end of the day that's sort of what prevailed right and uh you know uh hockey, know. hockey reference but yeah so you could say it's up for debate but it, i don't know it looked pretty it looked pretty much as if he did not touch him so marek got sent off for that uh Pjanic ended up scoring on the you know the resulting free kick that happened uh, just outside the box is a beautiful free kick ospino also just got subbed in so he was cold so Pjanic should take free kicks all the time yeah. just just want to go on record and say that either him or Dybala whoever's on if Pjanic is if they're both on Pjanic have sure. Ronaldo stand over every single one to fuck with the goalkeeper psyches he could always score for, for he always could score free kick but I think he's less likely to than the other two guys oh, that's yeah, why I think you just have him stand over left right and boom you know and then look why don't we go full circle the goal scorer Pjanic ended up getting sent off in the 47th for a handball yes yeah he got a, a yellow in the the first half which was also uh, that yellow itself was a bit suspect there were there was a lot of a lot so, of a lot of Shit refereeing on both sides. So, so I mean, it was so it was two 0 for Juve going into halftime, and Napoli pegged one back, and they probably could have walked away with a tie if Insigne had been a little more lucky. If Insigne had the clutch gene in his DNA. See, so I don't like that you say that. He's he's not necessarily. I called it. I called the penalty miss. We're watching it live, and Nick said, "Yeah, yeah, maybe should, should we should we start a Nick's betting advice corner?" Um, Nick Stradamus has a nice ring to it. Although my last horrible Nick Stradamo. Nostradamo sounds a little bit better. Whatever. I guess I'll but be. Then, then my name's not in it at all. No. Well, it's it, you know, like my my betting corner could be called Nostradamo, you know, or Nostradamo or Sam Nostradamo. I don't know. Anyway, I I, I think we need to let's, clarify let's, what betting you can you can't just sit, predict predictions. Anything. <laughs> this could be good actually. Well, let's let's put a Nostradamo segment in. Because I often just make wild claims or like predictions. Yeah, exactly. Which I, and we which never verify if they happen or not. So on. you just make them just for... Yeah, it's like Nostradamus. Exactly. You just, you just kind of make wild claims. And, and then when you get that one right, you die on a hill on that one. Absolutely. But look, so... He missed. He hit... The, Insignia had a penalty in the 84th pretty, off the handball. Pretty lucky penalty as well. I exactly. Think. Like, again, like another one up for debate, really. I don't, and uh, I don't even have the energy to talk about whether or not that was a handball because last week yeah, we, had a whole, we had a whole thing with Ambrosio. No, we're just... We're Inter just... And, we're, we're admitting that it was a poorly ref game on both sides. And then uh, Insigne, what does he but, do? But, but, he hits the post he hits the post in the 84th minute and are then you speaking, uh, are you speaking, speaking Portuguese? I was you're speaking, speaking Portuguese. He uh Insigne hit the post and then uh, he hits the post in the Kepa 84th. Arita Balaga. Kepa and, Kepa uh, Kepa Kepa Arita Balaga. Shout out last week. And uh yeah, Juventus win 2-1 and that's that. Terroris over. Napoli Napoli listen, I, I feel bad for them because again, they they're the only team that have really kept up with Juve 
at all. I mean, they've certainly kept above everybody else, and in, in, in most other years, in most other leagues, is it really be, pessimistic to say that even if Insigne did score and it tied, it would nothing? In, no, it wouldn't. That, that, no, it wouldn't. The but, universe would not have been shattered. It would have not have been no, an earth-shattering no. result. So I, I know, like, it's easy to say because I'm not an Napoli fan, and if you know, I was, and it happened to me. But, I mean, think about I, it. They're, I both, they're both down to ten men, and you know, no, it could have. It could have. The pendulum could have swung. Like, it's not like this. The pendulum could have swung. It could have not. For all the for all those out there that you know want to you know uh, stand on their on their soapbox and scream that the ref is being paid by Juventus or whatever, like what what did this result do to their title race? Like nothing, really nothing. So uh, just a quick you know, off, as, yeah. as much as I like to jump on that like take just because I find it like funny and it just it pisses you off and it pisses off a lot of Juventini. Like like I, you can't do that here. Yeah, it, it would not have done anything. I, I get it. Look, um, just a, just a quick final point on the game. Ronaldo hasn't scored in a few weeks now. I'm not hitting the panic button by any stretch of the imagination, but like, I don't know why. I guess listen, it's first v second, so yeah, sure, you want to play your best team. I get it. But he, there were rumors this week that he was, you know, he was a little beat up. That he may not. Well, he, he was hurt, he may, right? He, it's may not a rumor. Not, he may not be fit. And yeah, but hurt. no, but there were rumors as to whether or not he was going to play. Right? It was kind of right, like right, it was right. kind of up in the air as to whether or not he was going to make the the roster, and he did. It's like why risk him? We're in such a shit position in the Champions League right now. We're going to need him in a week. Fuck, I can't wait till next week's episode when we have to preview that that fucking game. Like I I'm I'm I can't wait for the episode in 2 weeks when uh when uh, when they come when they come when they figure out what happens. When they when, when, when they come back all the fucking way and they get ripped off at the end uh by v, by by VAR again. A year after we will have been complaining well, about the fact again? that there what was What do you mean again? They didn't get ripped off by VAR. No, no, we'll get ripped off the, no, like last they got, week. They got ripped off because Buffon assaulted year, a referee. Last year we got ripped off because there was no VAR. It was our, that was the argument, right? Was oh, Buffon assaulted a referee. That's grounds of getting a red. I, I to be honest with you, I don't even remember the call that led to a penalty last year against Real Madrid in the Champions League, but like I in my in, oh, it was Benazia. You remember it was Benazia I think, and I think, Lucas Vasquez like right, uh, that, right, right. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. What I was going to say was in my mind, like, okay, well, so now that I'm thinking back to it, I can confirm that I think that was a bullshit penalty call a year a year removed. But even if it were perfectly legitimate, like, in my mind, I just washed it. I I, I, tur- I made of that, I made of that entire decision a bullshit call. Like, I made a fantasy in my mind where, like, no, 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 we were robbed, we were robbed. That's, that's the way I viewed it. So, like, that, that's just that's just sort of the event, the psyche, like, the collective psyche after that game was we got robbed, we got fucked over. I can totally see that happening again. We're going to come back again and, yeah. Everyone's gonna be asking for like he said. That that's my that's my actual prediction on the game there. Nostradamus Nostradamus says, this is me saying it pessimistically because I can't actually say that. Like I'm not ashamed to say that I'm only making this claim because I'm afraid that if I actually said that you were gonna come back, that I would jinx it. So I think we're gonna come all the way back and we're gonna get fucked over at the end. We'll see. We'll see if that actually. We'll see if that actually happens. But I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fucking jinx it. But why the fuck play Ronaldo? Why play Ronaldo? You should hope that you should hope that your you should hope that your track record of predicting shit is is wrong, so that that's not true. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Like I'm, I'm so, I'm so convinced that my that my that my predictions. That's a good tactic because your predictions never come true. Yeah, you just say shit that you don't want to happen. You say that it's going to happen, and then it doesn't. Uh, Random observations for the weekend from the weekend. Sorry, or from the week in general. A few things I wanted to kind of uh, point out here. Quick fire. Before we get to our Stone Zone Hero and wrap up, uh, I think we'll, we'll keep our Stone Zone Hero till the end. I, I have a few quick observations here I want to get to. True. Um, so I, I know I have some. You have some. Uh, just give me your opinion. You know, sort of first thing that comes to comes to mind when uh, when I say this when 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 I give you an observation, right? Just uh, you know, give me give me a take. 
Um, Gianluca Pegolo and Andrea Consigli. Okay, so this is a shared random thought, right? Yeah. So I don't have to really yeah, say well, it. Yeah, sure. Okay, but just Con- Pegolo and Consigli, the, so Pegolo, the two Sassuolo the ba- goalkeepers, yeah. okay, there we go. are doppelgangers. Can we just can we just go on a whim and say I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a whim and say that okay, uh, Milan beats Sassuolo one 0 on the weekend and um, Consigli, he probably Consigli could have honestly can, can, gone, con- can confirm whether or not I influenced him based on the Piatek bet. I may have had something to do with that, but Piatek was in on a break and he stopped Piatek from scoring a goal by close lining like he didn't close lining him. He kind of grabbed him from the shoulder. Yeah, he reached around, pulled him down, stopped him from scoring a goal. So Consigli uh, could have went on Consili. the bench. He could have went on the bench. The he, camera he got, not he, on he him. got red carded. And uh, in comes Gianluca Pegolo, yeah, so who's, that, who's, he, who's his backup. I'm telling you, he could have went to the bench. No one would have looked, switched jerseys, maybe like fix his hair for a bit se- differently, gone second, on, and we would have thought it was the same, be- diff- same beard lineup. I swear to for a second, I actually thought they were pulling an SSC bomber tactic. Like for a brief second, <laughs> they wait, put on a fake jersey. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, is, is, like, is Consigli even out? I'm like, wait, Pegolo, Pegolo. Because, you know, like, I knew who Pegolo is. Any Anyone who's watched City A for a little while, you may have no idea who the fuck Gianluca Pegolo is. But I think before they signed Quincy he was their starter. When I, they just I came actually, up I didn't in even City know. I just knew he's old. He's, like, 36, 37. Uh, he, 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 was the, he was their goalkeeper when they came up in the City A a few yeah, years ago. There, <laughs> since <laughs> since 2013, okay, he's so. had uh, 38 apps. Okay, so, so he was never a starter. No, I think in the, no, I think the first year he was the maybe, guy, then Quincy joined them. Maybe fake, hey, listen, no fake news button, man. Wait, wild, it's impossible. There's 38 games in a season, no? Yeah. So maybe he played an entire season. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> but he played, bro. Okay, fuck off. My point is, I knew who he was, but he's not that well known that like I knew what the guy looked like, right? I I could not, I could never have identified his face. No kidding. So um, so you're saying if you were, I don't know, you ra- were random, just a random observation. If you, if you saw Pegolo in a cafe, you wouldn't realize it was him. Well, I might now. Wow. But, but I, I would probably wow. just, I'd probably just say, hey, Andrea Consigli, how you doing? Can you give the cultural podcast a shout out? That's probably what I would do. Um, second random observation: uh, Joao Cancelo hates Fanta Calcio. He hates he hates fantasy sports, or fantasy football, or whatever. Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's it's called Fanta Calcio in in, in Italy. Uh, this is a story that you liked a lot, Nick. I know uh, we were talking about it earlier in the week. Um, you 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 uh, you you may recall. Um, I do recall. Yeah. So Joao Cancelo is is not a big fan of uh, of Fanta Calcio, and the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. Know. So what happened? So I he, have I have the screenshots. No, no, here. no. But what happened in the game? He he just didn't. He didn't. He well, this he got is subbed off. This is from, I don't remember what happened. He didn't do. He didn't have an impact in the game. It was okay, like a game he, week he, ago, and okay, someone I got, had, it, I got it. I got so it. So just give some context. Someone had DM'd him on Insta, yeah. right? So after why the, why are after his the DMs open? Why are his DMs First of all, why? Yeah. So well, maybe maybe this guy actually fall. Maybe Cancelo followed this guy, which make it even funnier. But I highly doubt it. Let's assume that his DMs were open. Um. So again, this is after the Bologna game. Uh, you've won one nil, and yeah. it's kind of a bit harsh because, because I mean, Cancelo's actually had a fucking t- t- tremendous season to date. But right, but in fantasy, it's not. It's it's about like statistics, right? So assists, goals, whatever. I'm debating. Have a good game I'm debating, I'm debating if I should read the screenshots in Italian or translate in English. No, I'll, I'll translate. Tra- I'll translate. I'll translate the fans. I'll translate the fans' initial D, the initial DM in English, and then I'll just kind of give you the verbatim response in Italian from Cancelo because it's pretty self-explanatory. Basically, the fan goes, "Hey, uh, you want to do me a fucking favor and get an assist or something or uh, or a goal?" He goes, "How how long do I have to wait? Do I have to wait two years before you can get an assist?" He goes, "Al Fanta Calcio ho puntato tutto su di te." So he, he, so he says, "In uh, in 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 Fanta Calcio, in my fa- on my fantasy team, I I put a ton of money down on you, and uh, so far you've been dog shit." Um, and, he basically and, and, you're, and, you're, and you're taking a bunch of 
useless yellows. But so Cancelo straight to the, the point. He goes. Uh, he he goes. Yeah. Uh, he misspelled it, but it was funny. He goes. Vaffanculo. <laughs> he goes. A me il fanta calcio o fanta merda non me ne sfrega un cazzo, which is also a mistake. Uh, importante e vincere. So he goes. Yeah, so, 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 so he goes. He goes. Fuck. He goes. Fuck off. I don't give a fuck off. I don't give a fuck about fanta calcio. I don't give a fuck about fanta merda. Fanta merda. I mean, you know, use your imagination. And he goes. E non mi mandi più messaggio. Don't send me any more messages. Well, I don't know. Maybe close your DMs, bro. That's pretty funny. I don't know. So, uh, I mean, I, I won't. I won't. I won't call him hero of the week for that one because it's been. It's been. I think this came out like last week. But um, yeah, just uh, just 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 unreal. Just unreal. Like. Can you imagine? No, but think about this. How many? I think Peter Crouch has a podcast in the UK, and I once heard some some co-host or someone on the pod with him asked him like, "Does it affect you when fans like always message you and say, oh yeah, you know, uh, you fucked up?'" You're shite, or, mate. Yeah, exactly. Like Crouch, Crouch was joking about how he gets that all the time, right? People are like, "Oh, how I made? I lost, I lost, I lost, I lost, I lost, I lost a hundred quid on you because I lost a hundred quid on you because I just." I just it, I just live in real time change my English accent from like Jordy to uh, uh, Scouse, not not Scouse, um, Cockney. And he's like, I I, I I had ten pounds on you, mate. I could have won two hundred pound. You fucked up. You fucking you fucking mug. So uh, you know, Crouchy Crouchy. I think he, he I think he said something along the lines of, Oh yeah, like uh, I re- I hate it when uh, I hate it when Barry from Swansea, uh, when, when when Barry from Swansea. Uh, uh, you know, uh, fuck, fucking doesn't doesn't win doesn't win his uh, doesn't win his multiplier because it'd be, I be I lose sleep at night. So anyway, I find it funny. Like as as, as if messaging a fa- as if messaging a player is gonna change anything. As if they give a damn. So um, yeah, good on Cancelo. Uh, final random observation. Uh, Empoli keeper. What's his name, Nick? I want to pull it. The, the Polish guy. Put me on the spot over here. Find it. Um, you pointed this out to me like two weeks ago. The Empoli keeper wears number sixty nine. He does probably. Uh, what's his name, Nick? I'm finding it right this now. This is this has been the year of the poles in Serie A. Bartolomiej Dragowski. He's Polish. Is he the starter or is he? Uh... So he he's the starter now because he is a Fiorentina player, but he he got loaned out in the winter transfer. Window. Okay, okay. Oh, that, no. So he, he pulled the, in Andre Silva. Let's not about. forget Andre Silva when he was still in Milan, beginning of the year before he got loaned out to Sevilla. After Iguain came and took the number nine, he decided to say "fuck you" and he switched to number sixty-nine. So this guy came halfway through the season, probably had any choice of kit that he wanted, like you know, other than the ones taken, and he goes "fuck it, I'm taking 69. He knew what he was doing. Of course, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, like I don't know why not name. Uh, I don't know. Hey, just a uh, legend. Like 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 at that like at that point, just uh, obviously, obvi- no, 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 no. Yeah, I I was I was gonna say maybe maybe, maybe there was some kind of significance to it, yeah, but I, his I'm mother was born in sixty-nine. Yeah. No, no, no. If you do that, you you know, you know full well. Of course. Whether whether or not there are any con- whether or not there are any like you know kind of deeper meanings to it, you know that no one's gonna. Dude, he's twenty one years old. He's one hundred percent doing it because it's a. It's a it's 20, yeah. Game. If any, if you're under twenty five and you're putting sixty nine as your number, then you know what you're doing yeah. full well. You're you're definitely naming it after a lewd sex act. That's uh that's no doubt no doubt about that one. Um, why don't we get to our hero? Why don't we, yeah, why, why don't we get to our hero and our songs of the week? Because um, we both have a couple of funny stories from around the peninsula that we want to get to this week. Nick, why don't you start off with your stronzo? Okay. Well, my stronzo actually comes outside of the peninsula. Um, my stronzo guess, goes all the way it, to is England. It, is it Ranieri? No, it goes to oh, England. It's not. And it's not Ranieri. It's um, shout out to him, by the way. He, how long did he last? <laughs> shout out to him for getting fired. Is but, it, uh, in the stronzo section, though, we have to say that. I feel bad. 
I'm not. No, it, it wasn't. He's not my stronzo. No, no, no. I know, but like, you, you, we just gave him a shout out within. I don't know. You said shout out. What are you shouting out that he got fired? Well, I don't know. Like, yeah, sure, whatever. So, sorry. I mean, that 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 whole club has been a club full of stronzate this year. Yeah, so. but my mine is uh, Jurgen Klopp, the the uh, the captain of the sinking ship that is we've Liverpool gone, right we've now. We've gone a little bit off. Whoa, whoa, that's a wild claim you just made. We've gone a they little. Were, they were. They we've had, gone a little off the map with our stronzi in recent weeks. So, by the way, like it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be around the peninsula. Nah, but, nah, nah, but, nah, but okay, it's, okay. It's whatever we're feeling. And uh, the the captain of the sinking ship over fuck, here, fuck you, Sam. Right? Who okay. had who had how many points? I don't know how many points he had over Man City at one point. They were, they had like an, a seventy something percent chance to win the league. I remember uh, some of our Liverpool friends were uh, were very confident, uh, but uh, they lost today. Or they tied today. They dropped another two points. And uh, Klopp decided to blame the wind. So uh, that's the third. That's the second week in a row that we have a Stronzo blaming the wind. Yeah. And the third time this season. Ventopoli is a real thing, man. Yeah, yeah. Ventgate, Vongate, Windgate. Ventopoli. Yeah. Windgate. Exactly. And I'm translating. Last but, week we uh, last week we had Handanovic. Earlier in the season we had the Empoli keeper, not the guy who wore 69. The the maybe maybe uh, maybe that's what got, maybe that's what lost him his job. You know, he was making too many excuses. They're like they sat him down for a, for a performance appraisal meeting and they were like, mate, you're making too many excuses. You're blaming the wind and shit. We're bringing in we're bringing in it. younger blood. Imagine 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 getting replaced mid season. And the guy who comes in just adds insult to injury and just slaps you across the face with his cock and puts number 69 on the back of his jersey. That sounds like a legend. That's probably so triggered. Actions of a legend. And then I'll quickly get to my hero. My hero is uh, Balotelli, who scored a beautiful um, bicycle kind of half, bicycle slash half bicycle kind of goal. Uh, acrobatic finish. Uh, and what did he do to celebrate? He went behind the net. Someone must have had his phone, or he had the mindfulness to sign into his own Insta on some other guy's phone, which he I pull, doubt. He pulled a totti, but he he pulled out a phone. No, he he pulled a totti. It was better. It was better. It was better because apparently it was an IG live, and it was with all his teammates behind him. Stop. He went, that he was went live for like five seconds, for like fuck, five seven seconds. The fuck out of here. Yeah, insane. So if I go on Mario Balotelli's Instagram account right now, I'm, live in real time, I read I read online that it was live. I don't watch it live. I read no, online that he did no it live. No chance that he did it on his own account. Let, let me let me confirm this real quick. Hang on. There's a story. No. Okay. He put it on his story. I don't know. I read that it was an IG live, but maybe, whatever. Maybe he had time to post it on his story. Either way, that, maybe. that that's nuts. Absolute legend. You know so what? That's my hero. You know what? Napoli fans lost out on Balotelli. I'm gonna go on a limb and say that. Um, I think he, I mean, there were rumors that he would join them for a couple of years and he's basically gone to the Napoli of France. Marseille are the Napoli of France. You're aware of that, right? You might be, uh, they're like the same. They're like insulting people. Not, no, not at all. They're like, they're like the same. They're both, they're both like, they're both, uh, coastal cities. They're both kind of looked down upon by the rest of the country. They're, uh, they have a lot of character, uh, similar cuisine even. So anyway. From now on, I'm going to, yeah, from now on, that'll, that'll be a thing. Balotelli at the Napoli of the North, I guess. Um, why don't I get to Maestronzo? Go. It's uh, from way south, uh, way down in Sicily. Let me pull this up real quick. I'm going to pull up a Gazzetta article, okay? I'm going to translate this live in real time here. Basically, I'm not sure what this guy's name is. I think his name is... Great Luci- preparation. Luciano Romano is his name. Uh, not a very well-known name around the peninsula. Can't blame you if you don't know him. Uh, that is because he is the manager of a sixth division side. Uh, this took place in the Promozione Siciliano. They don't show that on the zone. In the Promozione Siciliana, sorry. Uh, no, uh, no, uh, clear, clear, clearly not. This yeah. is uh, this is like this is far. This is like way below the level of play where Davide Jovinella and Serie D. This is two full levels below where guys 
are dropping out of soccer to get into porn. So you can imagine that this is not necessarily the best. <laughs> go to go to your local park with a game that looks somewhat organized, and it's probably that level. No, like listen, the promotion is not a terrible division. I know. I, I'm, I'm assuming I've never seen a game, but I know that Eccellenza is the fifth division, and I've seen we saw Eccellenza games in Italy. Yeah, it was pretty and bad. They, it was pretty yeah, bad. but like they know how to play. It's just it's regional soccer. Listen, so goalkeepers it, are it, wearing caps. Yeah, yes, yes, they are. Can confirm. Um, no one's gonna get that reference. We were watching an Eccellenza game. The goalkeeper, I think, was it both goalkeepers were wearing caps? Yeah, that's stupid. Unreal. And it flew off when he saved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on a breakaway, I remember that. Okay, no. Anyway, so uh, yeah, Luciano Romano is the is the is the the manager of I don't I don't even know. I think the I think the side was Matter, I cares? think they're called Salemi. I, anyway, cares? listen, he got uh, what the Gazzetta referred to as the maxi squalifica, which means the 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 maximum sanction that you can get. <laughs> He's banned for five years until the twenty third of February twenty twenty four for punching a fourth official in the stomach. <laughs> Because of a call he made late in the game that I think allowed uh, their opponent to get a tie, I, I may be fucking up the exact. Uh, the, Along the, those the, lines, the, yeah, it was something like he was uh, he was unhappy with a call and he punched the fourth official in the stomach. <laughs> Maxi squalifica! Shout out to you, you're the Thrones of the week. Um, Wouldn't a maximum ban be a fucking ban for life? I guess it's the no. I guess this is the max that you could get for like a for right. an on field incident. Who the fuck knows, man? I don't know. I'm just hey, listen. I'm, don't okay. shoot them. Don't shoot the messenger. My um, hero of the week is Danilo Cataldi. Uh, I actually have two. He's one of them uh, because he scored the third goal, which put the icing on the cake in the Derby della Capitale. Uh, and he's, I don't want to fake news myself, but I think he is I know Roman. He is. So Danilo Cataldi is from Roma. Yeah. He grew up a Lazio fan, a Lazio player in his youth, and he made his debut when he was like 19 years old in 2012 or 13, 13 I think. 13. Yeah, okay. And he played with them a couple of years. He went out on loan to like Crotone and Benevento, and he put in fucking years in, in, in those on those super disorganized southern clubs uh, no disrespect to them but you know what i mean like they're 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 relegated now and they you know they were they were in dog fights pretty much in the, in the entire spells that they had in city uh, but he's back a lot this year and he scored a goal so shout out to him mm-hmm. uh, for sinking roma and uh, i do have another quick uh, quick hero to get to um tomorrow's the anniversary i think of davide astori's death um i think i know it was around this tomorrow? time last year well, i know tomorrow's march 4th and that brings a bell i don't know if it was his birthday or were any I, I but anyway I know that uh, I know that they were planning on honoring him. They did in the game. They did. They uh, did. So they didn't today, uh, or maybe I don't know. We we missed the first uh, few minutes of the Juventus game, but I know in, in the Milan game and in other games in the 13th minute, uh, they they stopped the game. The ref whistled and there was like a nice round of applause. So, for like so anyway, so he, hero of the week. Um, his club. Uh, yes, he did pass away March 4th. He so did. Okay, so 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 it's, so it's, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna out. be when you're probably listening to this. Yeah. It's gonna be a year. So um, yeah, he's he's hero of the week. Hero. Shout uh, out. Hero, hero forever, hero of this podcast, mm-hmm. and um, you know, good, uh, glad, glad to see his team have managed to rally around it, and uh, you know, try to, try to, I guess, I guess, derive something positive of it if that's even possible. But uh, you know, his team are still competitive on all fronts. You know, for for com- competing for Europe, and mm-hmm. you know, maybe getting something out of the league and in mm-hmm. the Copa. So, be great to see if Fiorentina could uh, could could win a trophy kind of in his honor. Uh, they did tie. Atalanta in a crazy game, which we didn't even talk about, three three in the Coppa Italia last week. So that'll be an interesting second leg. But regardless of what happens, I mean, he'll he'll always live on in uh, in the uh, minds and spirits of uh, that, those 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 fans and, uh, and of that fan base. So uh, shout out to Davide Astori one year on, and um, he's my second sort of hero of the week. Um, why don't we wrap it up, Nick? Yeah. 
Listeners, thanks again for tuning into this 42nd episode. You can get at us on Twitter at Cultural Podcast and on Facebook at The Cultural Podcast. Just like our page, please. Listeners, thanks again for another great episode, and uh, we'll see you next week. Ciao. Ciao. Mi piace fumare con lei della flora. In altre città d'Europa, tenerla da dietro e sbanfare l'aroma. Mentre cucina qualcosa di appetitoso, bere vino rosso. Guardare dei documentari è sull'universo e su come funziona È la via di Carlito, ma con un lieto fine Come andare in paradiso, ma senza morire È una rosa senza spine